Thank you for joining me again on another exciting episode of The Complainer's Compound. I am your host, Berto Montez, and today's episode is going to be on on fear. And this is something I wrote, I think back in 2015, I wrote um, the majority of what you're going to hear today. I, I, I condensed it because it was in a fat notebook, so I had to take, in my eyes, what was um, the best of what I've written, or what lingered or made more sense as time progressed, because it's 2019 now. So I'm doing this episode, too, um, because I just watched episode three of Game of Thrones, and it was so good. Can't go to sleep. I don't know what time. I think it's like 1045 or something, and I'm like, man. What a good episode. <laughs> God. Talk about fear. You know, if you think about it, that's the, you know, most important. I'm not going to spoil anything, but um, it was a big battle uh, um, episode, scene episode. And um, essentially those, yeah, I mean, they, they the odds against them is unbelievable. They're literally facing pure death and they had to face their fears. And that was a, wow, great episode. Okay, well, let's just d- uh, dive right into it. Um, uh, what is fear? Uh, fear is the paralysis of the mind and body. Nothing is reached because fear now controls it. How can you make a decision if fear has already made it for you? Now, my mother wrote that um, small piece in the beginning that uh, fear is the paralysis of the mind and body. I thought that made a lot of sense because that essentially is what fear kind of does best. It, it freezes. You you freeze. You're paralyzed. You, you It's almost hard to make another decision. Um, you, you can't predict as well as you used to. All these factors happen. It, it kind of stalls. Um, fear um, has many faces. And it can transform um, a beautiful room filled with people who care about you into a room that resembles hell. And it does this very well. To, you, know, you have to, and I'm going to really try to follow this, this notebook. You have to remember the um, fear's original form is technically you. Um, it looks just like you because it is you. And so instead of denying fear... What we're going to do in this ep- on this podcast is that we're going to start, um, instead of denying fear, uh, we're going to start by doing what it hates the most, and um, that's accepting that fear is you, and that technically you enjoy its company, and that's, fear can't stand that. Uh, let me go on to this next page. Um, fear is really good, really, really good at uh, killing um, ambition. And, motiv- and motivation. It inhi- inhibits ambition and motivation. It is literally using your own physical and mental strength, your strengths, against you. It, it, it's, it's unbelievable the, the dichotomy of, of your relationship with, with fear. Your own power, you, what you're really good at, it uses it against you. And that's how it kind of makes you crumble because you thought... 
that was the only way to survive. That was the only way to beat fear. It was I, I become strong and this and that. And then when it takes it away from you, 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 you think, well, what's happening? What do I do now? I, I worked so hard on that. And fear sits back and says, well, like, I, like I've said before, you're useless. As I've told you before, you, you should stay put. Why don't you let me control you? And um, we'll go through life really mellow, a little bit complacent, but we'll be okay. We'll, we'll do just enough. What do you think about that? Sounds good, doesn't it? And and once you give in to that part, it's very hard to get out of it. Let's see now. It doesn't want to talk to that person. It doesn't want... Oh, I see. It doesn't let you talk to that specific person that you wanted to talk to. It doesn't want you to go, let's say, to a new place that you've never been to. Like I said, it wants you to stay put. And fear is very persuasive. It has an arsenal. Of, of ways to, to, to make you stay, to, to freeze you. It can, it's Rolodex of memories. It's, it's amazing. All the things you remember through fear, all the things that scared you, all the things that perhaps made you fail. It, it reminds you of those things. Fear wants you to do nothing. Nothing, did you know this? Nothing is easier than doing nothing. <laughs> fear knows that. Literally, nothing is easier than doing nothing. So fear has that, like I said, in its arsenal. Not moving is quite simple. Moving can be difficult. Fear wants you to be, oh, fear wants to be relevant. That's very true because it wants to to be in control of the mind. And we're so used to shutting it down and saying it doesn't exist that it's obsessed with making itself known to you. But only to you. It doesn't like making other friends. It only needs you. We're so good at shutting fear down and saying that we don't need it, that it doesn't exist, that we can do it on our own. And and fortunately, unfortunately, fear knows that this kind of tactic just doesn't work. Because when you do fail, and most likely you will, it's going to remind you and it's going to remind you big time. That's why um, when you admit that you're scared, you actually lower your fear. It's when you admit um, it's when it's when you admit it is there, a fear is there, and it creates scenarios that don't exist that it's able to grow and hide in those scenarios. I see when you don't admit it's there, that's what I'm trying to say. When you don't admit it's there, it, that's when it starts to create these unbelievable scenarios that literally either don't exist, will never exist, or if it existed in the past, it skews it to make it more persuasive. It'll come up with memories that never existed just so it can sustain itself. And that's where fear grows, in those scenarios that do not exist. They're not real. The thoughts are real. But the memories, I don't know. I don't know why you give yourself such good credit. People give themselves such good credit when it comes to memories. I promise you, it's creating new memories. Uh, uh, fear. Oh, fear's mega power is its ability to create scenarios. It can create the most believable scenario that will increase its power over you. 
Did you know, this is one part that I hated realizing. Did you know that the, the smarter you become, the better it gets at creating those scenarios that don't exist? It, it doesn't matter how smart you are or how long you've dealt with fear. The better you become at hiding it, the better it becomes at lingering. In the beginning stages of fear, you say, oh, I'm scared of this. Let me do this to, to mitigate it. But then as you get older, you're not as scared as you used to be, let's say, of simple things. Your fear becomes more, the gravity of it becomes greater. Let's say you get into a, a long-term relationship or you have children or you have a, you know, a really important job. You know, my first job, fuck, I can't even remember. I think it was bagging groceries at an Albertsons. Really easy. You know, I had no real bills. I didn't really care about anything. But now the gravity is greater. I have children. I have a mortgage. You know, I have to make a certain amount of money or I'm fucked. So, yeah, there's fear does increase. But, I, but I've been able to, to mitigate some of that. But no matter what, no matter how good I, I become at, at, at persuading fear to go away, because I am smarter at persuading to go away, it, it because fear is me, it is just as persuasive in its own tone. The more words I learn to, let's say, to, <laughs> to outsmart fear, yeah, it'll work for a couple weeks, and then it gets the idea that it has those words in its arsenal as well, and it uses it against you to show you that it's just as smart. You're not dealing with a dummy. Maybe you were two weeks ago, but fear's back. And it's just as smart as you. So what do you have next? See, this is what's cool about, um, and I've talked about in the other podcast, that you know, we're constantly changing, and it's always very important to, to self-improve. Because, you know, you can deal with fear in, 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 in your realm now, but, uh, you know, you give it six months to a year, and you're not learning or anything if you're, Fear might have a chance to take over again, so it's always good to to freshen up um, your mind, you know, learning new things or you know learning philosophy and understanding that that you are in a constant change. That it's okay to let go. You know, desire can be a a really hard thing to let go, and fear knows that. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, none of its scenarios are real, uh, and it, it's funny how it. It claims it can see into the future. Uh, fear lives in chaos, not control. Controlling your mind can be uh, tricky. Uh, controlling your environment, however, to me, is not. Remove things in your control that can breed fear. Um, you know, that's stuff that's going to give you anxiety, stress, and, and depression. So what I'm, what I'm trying to say there is that uh, it can be a little tricky controlling your mind because... Some of us have, um, you know, too many philosophies going around, and we're we're trying to work around all those, and and then you know our mind can can take us to places like I was saying that um, don't make any sense. But in the real world, in the physical world, not in our mind, but the one that we're in control of, the one we can use our hands to create, um, you know, it, it might be good to get rid of some things that uh, might generate. Um, you know, anxiety or stress or depression. Um, so you, by just 
kind of working around your environment to, let's say, wake up a little bit happier, um, allowing more sun to come in if that's your thing, maybe changing the sheets to a different color, things that are just going to give you just a slight boost before fear comes because it's coming. You know, unless, you know, you're really good at meditating, which I don't claim I am. Um, fear's coming. So you might as well, you know, give yourself a shot in the beginning to, to at least say, yeah, I was happy, at least right when I woke up. Or I was happy because I changed this part of my life. And it's okay. So it's, you're almost giving yourself a little bit more gratitude. You're not being so hard on yourself because fear will it'll do that for you. It's gonna make it's gonna make you uncertain, you know. So don't worry, it'll do its job. Um, you see, fear spreads to more levels in the mind. It starts to accumulate enough scenarios that it will continue. That without it, you will die. That fear must be in control to protect you. So that's what's another part of fear that um, I think it's pretty crazy. It starts to create so many scenarios you can't keep up. You almost have to believe the scenarios. Oh, you can't do that. Remember when you tried to do that one thing and you just couldn't? Well, I mean, I'll give you an example. Why don't you do it right now? You don't want to, do you? No, no. You see what I'm saying? If you can't even do that one simple thing, then what do you expect to do that one big thing, right? Am I right? Am I wrong? Hey, I'm just trying to help you out here. That's fear talking. That's what, that's kind of what fear says. It's, hey, I'm just hey, remember that one time? It's literally a one time that never existed, but it'll still create it nonetheless. Remember that scenario? Poof. Like magic, there's a scenario. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember that scenario because you're trying to fight it. No, that's not real. That's not real. I can do this. I can do this. Yeah, you're right. You know, maybe you can do this. Let me just show you some things that uh, might go wrong if you fail. God forbid, right? And then you start to get fearful. Like, you start to listen. Oh, man, fear's right. Those things can go wrong. You know, so that's that's what that's how it uh, creates its strength and its power over you. It's that you just there's just too many scenarios. So that, I think that's what's really important. Damn, I got a lot of writing. Um, okay, uh, I don't know why I'm gonna put this in right now, but fuck it. Uh, this this is a quote from Yoda, Master Yoda. Um, named must your fear be before banish it. You can, and I wish I can do his voice. <clears throat> I could try it. No, I don't want to. I'm too scared. Named must your fear be before banish it. You can. I think that was, wow, that was pretty good. I'm glad I recorded that. Okay, so yeah, so Yoda's just saying that you got to be able to, um, to name the, you know, what you're afraid of. You got to tell people, I'm afraid of that. But not just that, you have to understand what it is you're afraid of. I think that's what Yoda's trying to say. And this is a couple um, quotes from um, Osho. I think I'm saying it right. And he was a philosopher. Um, fear is always about something in the future. Fear never exists in the present moment. Oh, I like that. Um, here another one is, go into your fear. Um, silently enter into it so you can find its depth. And sometimes it happens that it is not very deep. God, I like that a lot. <laughs> That's so good. Okay. All right. There are some rules. There are two things you have to remember. Uh, rules for working with fear. Okay, cool. I like this. Okay, rule number one. 
I like rules. You know, if you know me, if you listen to this podcast, you know that I love rules. Uh, understand if you're afraid of losing others or yourself, we don't want people to find out we are really a fraud or insecure. Same goes for ourselves. Our bonds mean a lot. Being accepted matters. That's that's a rule we have to understand. That that's another part of fear's power is that um it knows that you want to be accepted. It won't, not just from other people. Let's say you don't care about people, but you want to be accepted for you know who you are. You want to accept yourself. And that you know that's very hard. You know, I, I have trouble accepting myself. I have, I have trouble with other people, and, and I know that, but I'm working on it. That's a rule you have to understand when it comes to working with fear that you, that, that might be an issue that might come up. Uh, rule two, uh, without fear, the feeling of success won't feel as great. That is true. Um, what is it? There's You can't taste the sweet without the sour. I forgot what the quote was, but it's on the lines of that. Uh, fear is you. It was created to um, bide you time while you thought of the scenario at hand. It's checking your confidence. Once you believe it is there to help you and you're not worried about what others or yourself will say, let's say, or if you fail, you can now frame the situation as a learning experience because at its core, a greatest experience awaits where fear is elevated. Well, wow, that's not bad writing. <laughs> um, what I'm trying to say is that um, you have to understand that it's a learning experience and fear is just trying to check your confidence. You know, hey, you got to, let's say, like you're running a marathon. Hey, man, I, it's, you know, that's a lot of miles, man, 25 plus, or whatever it is, 20 miles, 25 miles. It's a big fucking thing, dude. Can you do that? You know, I don't think you can. It's just checking you. You know, I don't think you can. And if you give in to that, you're like, oh, fuck, I guess you're right. I can't. It's just checking you. It's a big thing to, to run that far or to do, let's say, getting a new job. Hey, I'm checking your confidence, man. Are you, are you, are you ready? Because if you're not confident, then you're not going to get the job, homie. That's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Let me get confident right now. Hey, all right. You know, well, I'll give you some reasons why you shouldn't be confident. And you're like, if you can somehow just say, hey, man, thank you so much for checking my confidence right now. But I'm going to tell you some things that I do like about myself. You know, literally, if you smile while you're scared, it, you don't become as scared. And then control your breathing as well. Breathe into the nose. <sighs> Exhale through your mouth. You know, do one, do, do three of those and smile and see where fear is now. Um, so yeah, just it's it's a it's a framing game, and literally life is just how you frame it. Easier said than done. Uh, memories fade. Oh, rule number three. Yay! Memory uh, memories fade. So fear uses its edge when it tells you nobody will forget. It's trying to tell you, hey, man, I'm just letting you know, when you fuck this up, no one's going to forget that. Nobody. You're going to be the laughing stock forever. And if not forever, fuck it, 10 years, five years, mm, okay, a year, people aren't going to forget. Um, and that's not true. <laughs> people don't give up. People are going to make fun of you for the moment, but there's so much material out there and things going on. Like every second, there's someone else fucking up. You know, they don't give a shit. You screw something up, yeah, it's gonna hurt for like yeah, three three days, maybe at work four days, a couple weeks, maybe people forget. There's always something new, bigger, better. Who cares about what happened to you? Um, yeah, so that's a that's a pretty good one. I think I just wrote this one down. 
Let me see. I think it's in this other page. This is rule number four. Remember that fear doesn't know what you're capable of. It's just predicting. The thing is, you don't know either. You don't know what you're capable of either. You guys are both wrong. So might as well try. And that's the thing that fear doesn't want you to do. It just doesn't want you to try. It's saying that, hey, you know what, dude? I know what you're capable of, and uh, you can't do that one thing. Well, all you have to do is say, hey, fear, you know what? Shit. You're actually right, bro. I don't know what I'm capable of. You're saying you know what I'm capable of? I don't think you know, dude. Let's be real with each other, fear. We, we both don't know what the hell we're capable of. Because we've never tried that thing. So how do you, what do you say? You're saying that you know I'm going to fail? Or I can't do this? Or I, I want to do this? How do you know, bro? Have we never even been in that situation? Oh, we've been in something similar, though, remember? Okay. That's not the same thing. It's close, though. It's close. It's good for predicting. Thank you. I like our predicting mind. I get that. Thank you for helping predict and checking my confidence and doing this. Give, you know, fear all that gratitude. But we've never been in this situation, man. Give me a, give me a second, dude. Give me a sec. Okay. Um, let's see now. Always thank fear for uh, doing its job. Embrace it by saying thank you for showing me a new angle. Now let me tackle the situation through the awareness that you have showed me. You've increased my adrenaline. I don't want to hide and and think I want to sh and not think I want to show myself because nothing is accomplished by just sitting down or laying down doing nothing. I don't want to sleep yet. I want to do. I want to help others fear. And the only way to do that is for us to work together. There are other people out there whose fear is showing Whose, whose fear is slowly taking control. And the only way I can help them is if you and I go to the very depths of what scares us. I think I wrote, that's the one thing I wrote about back in 2015. I wanted to go where I was really scared. And I wanted to go to the very end of it. And every time I did, and yeah, I mean, like Osho said, it wasn't very deep. Some of those were very deep. It took many, many years to get there. And fear was right next to me the whole time, reminding me that I shouldn't. But we went anyways. Because perhaps my daughters are going to get in that same situation. And it's going to help. That even though I don't know what they're really going through. That I felt pain. Massive pain. And then it hurt. But I got out of it. And I think they can too. And maybe that story will get them out. Whatever story I have for them. Or show them the scars. In my mind. And then show them the pictures. That arose from. Going to the depths of fear. I mean, that's pretty much all I wrote, I guess, in the end. I'll tell you what scares me. Oh, I wrote one more thing. I want to I want to reach the end of the rabbit hole. And when we emerge, we will see that life is truly finite. That I've spent too long being scared. It was more about facing my fear 
versus defeating it. Look at how beautiful life is when I'm in love. And it only gets better when you love me back. I think that's how I wanted to end the show. Um, But yeah, that's... Because a a quick killer of fear, if if you haven't noticed, it's literally just love. That's why everyone talks about love. Feeling loved, loving yourself, and loving others. You just... Because fear is so about you, 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 me, me, me. Um, Once you bring others in and say, no, I I don't want this ego trip. I'm tired of thinking about myself. I want to help that person. And fear kind of slowly hides because it has no merit when it comes to other people because it's not that other person. I don't want to say it always does that, but usually in my case, we don't want to think about being loved or, or loving. It, it, it does go go away. But I'll end it with um, you know, things that uh, still scare me and you know that I'm afraid of and that fear has gone pretty good at reminding me that it's still there, still relevant. And then I'll tell you how I get out of it. Um, what am I afraid of? I'm afraid of... No, I'm not afraid of failure like I used to be. I'm afraid of... When it comes to children, like, uh, let's say my relationship doesn't work out. You know, then I just like, man, it does scare me a little bit that I have so much fun putting my girls to bed or... You know, just being around them. You know, I'll bitch like any other fucking dad. I'm raising two girls, not two boys. Thank you very much. You know, it's like, I don't know what the fuck a girl needs. I don't really know what my own wife needs. You know, let alone, let alone a, a three-year-old and a seven-year-old girls. I don't fucking know. I'm going to figure it out, though. You know, that does scare me, like, being away. Um... I I, re- I, but, uh, I really want my relationship to to succeed. I think that you know, my wife and I we have we're so fundamentally we're really different people. The way we view love, if we're just we're just, I I believe we're opposites, and uh, it, it's easy. It's really easy in my situation to let that go because I feel like in other relationships they have there's a sliver of something <laughs> and it's like me and my wife when it comes to communicating it's just like it's like we're talking two different languages but our actions it, it kind of speaks louder than the words and that's what I like it's like oh wow we can do this you know I, I would write a poem to my wife every day if she liked it but I'll tell you right now, she doesn't give two fucks. <laughs> she doesn't care. And at first that bugged me. Because I was like, man, I thought people would want something like that. Not everyone wants that. Not everyone wants, you know, what I am offering. And you have to accept that. So it's like, oh, what what, what part do you like? You know? So you got to kind of hone in on that. But when you're working with someone like my wife, when it comes at least with me and my situation with her, because every situation's you know, different. You know, every man is different. Every person's different. It's just um, I'm very open. And then when you're so, with someone that's kind of closed, it's very easy for fear to speak for that person. 
That's all I'm trying to say. So it, 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 this, this podcast, this episode is very important to me because I have to remind myself none of those things were said by that person. None of those things even happened between that person. So why am I creating words that were never said or never spoken? So you have to really check myself. Now, if my wife was a little bit more open, spoke more about certain things, you know, was a little bit not so stubborn, then yeah, you know, fear wouldn't have as much merit. But because she's the way she is, it's easy for me, very easy, very easy for me to to put in words in her mouth. That never even happened. So once I'm, once I'm able to figure out how to not do that, which I think I'm getting a little bit better. I'll give myself some credit. Um, I could start seeing uh, a better relationship. Other than that, I'm not really. I mean, I'm obviously I'm scared of things and you know afraid of you know failure like everyone else. But I know that there's always an opportunity. I always give myself an opportunity. I don't. I just don't give up. You know, that's just all it is. But when it comes to love, this is why I like talking about love. It's just the it's the trickiest of them all to for me. Work, friends, self-improvement, learning more, being creative, you know, saving money, being healthy, all this crap that people just can't fucking do. You should give me a fucking award for that. (laughs) I can do it. I can do it. What do you need me to do? I can do it. And if I can't do it, I'm going to find someone who can. We're going to get it done. But yes, when it comes to love, it's a little bit trickier. Okay, uh, well, thank you so much. I'm going into 30 minutes right now, which was enough time to talk about fear. I hope you guys learned a lot. If there's any takeaway, is that uh, careful with the scenarios that are created by fear. And don't forget, the, uh, the other side of the problem, the other side of fear, is nothing. There's just nothing really there. But it's so easy to create those scenarios. So please don't forget that. Try that one thing you're going to try. Do the one thing you want to do. And if you die in the process, then I'm sorry, I guess. You know, but you're dead. So what are you going to do? Call me? You know, tell me to fuck off? No. Haunt me for a little bit? Yeah, I guess. Until I like it. You know, being watched in the shower. That's kind of cool. You know, I'm not saying you, you should do that, but... If, if you want to, that'd be kind of dope. Anyways, okay, thank you so much for listening. I got to figure out which one is the ending button. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And don't get scared. <laughs> All right, bye.